man, we're gonna get the, we're gonna get the fungus. We're gonna, it's gonna smell like whiskey. And it's a fire hazard. Suck it up. We gotta have whiskey somewhere. So maybe move. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. You probably are. And that's why we like you. And I think that's probably why you like us. In fact, if you like us so much, why don't you marry us? No. <laughs> and that's the way you can support us this week. <laughs> My wife kicked me out of the house. No. Yeah. Actually, we haven't slept in the same bed for over two weeks for two weeks now. So struggles. Because we've been sick. But I'm not asking you to come let me share your bed. Just give the boy a let him sleep in your bed. No, <laughs> I'm asking you, if you like us so much, share us with a friend. Share us. Hey, come on over. Let's let's drink some Rittenhouse. Because I can find that. It was a recent episode, and these guys are kind of fun. Yeah. Also, like and subscribe on YouTube. Boom. Done. Business. Cool. Mm -hmm. How you doing, my man? I think some of our listeners can tell how I'm doing. There's, uh, on this side, there is a sweat uh, amount on my, uh, not our listeners, our viewers on YouTube, but uh, there's like a little sweat on my neck. Why, you ask, Cole? Um, Because Heather's mom's ex-boyfriend don't know how to fix air conditioners. No, I think he did an okay job, um, but yeah, it's it's hot in here. I think I don't think it's I don't think it's a, so a, a something's broken. I think it is like on an eco setting, and it's finally the first day like well above ninety in yeah. Virginia, Central Virginia. I saw you guys are getting going like a big heat wave this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to reach like close to a hundred tomorrow. Like it was just like record for the time of year. So I'm not loving it. I don't like to sweat. I was actually, I had the day off today and uh, hung out with uh, one of my good <coughs> friends. Actually, the guy who provided, Stephen, who provided the sample of the Monticello whiskey uh, that we drank for the 200th my episode. Favorite, favorite whiskey. No. No, I do. I think I did like the sheep's dung Floki better than that. Yeah. That's crazy. I like, he didn't even, under, I like, I, he listened to I that episode and he's like, how did he not like it? I don't that? know. So, I, I mean, I loved having it. I mm. liked having it a lot. I'm glad mm. I had it. I just, it was so medicinal for me. That's weird. Which and is, it was medicinal. It was medicinal. Maybe that That's was one. Thing. Yeah. But uh, they nailed yeah, it. <laughs> Freaking nailed it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right on the money. But otherwise, being hot and sweaty and, now, and the AC is starting ready. to crank up a little bit as we speak. Uh, it's been a good week. I, yeah, I had a good week of work. It's so funny. So uh, I, I was like, I'm going to ask for like last, it was either early this week or, or late last week. I was like, Hey, I want to take next Friday off or, you know, today off. And, and my boss was like, yeah, I think I'm actually going to take that day off too. And so was my coworker as well. So like three of us in the department took it off and I'm at, I I'm hanging out with my friend, Steven and Eric, shout out Eric Guyman, uh, who's killing it on TikTok. Apparently he's got oh. uh, over a million followers on TikTok and just Dang. quit his job because he's doing well with that. Uh, so good crazy. for you, Eric. Um, but I'm at this brewery in like, like, like that's an hour and a half away from my house. And I get a text from my boss and he's like, what you drinking? And I'm like, are you here? <laughs> and he was at the exact same brewery I was at. Uh, and he like funny. walked up and said, hi. So it was super cool. Um, it's a good thing you cleared that day off first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a really good point. And didn't call like, uh, like I'm, I'm sick. sick. So I'm sick of um, not drinking beers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Story of my life. Uh, yeah, life's been good. I I just Beck started saying "mama" recently, nice. which is huge. 
It's huge. Yeah. Um, and Heather is stoked about that. I'm stoked about that. I am honestly like, this is a great time for having a little baby because she is so happy all the time. So happy to see daddy and mommy. So happy to just be alive. She's a great little girly. Oh. And her birthday's coming up. Her 11 month is coming up tomorrow. And then oh a month from then. That's right. Yeah. So one year old. That's yeah, crazy. So, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And so um, I think what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna say this on the podcast. I for every birthday, and I'm good at this stuff. Like pe- some people aren't, but I'm good at this stuff. Every birthday, I'm gonna do a video. Potentially, it might change slightly, but I'm gonna do a video of me dancing with her for like 15 seconds oh, to 20 seconds. That's cute. And then um, and then I'm gonna do it every birthday of hers, and then at her wedding or whatever. We'll do a montage of the years that we dance together. And then I think I'll like talk every year for like 15 seconds because it'll add up if I didn't like 18 times 15 <laughs> seconds isn't as bad as like it's only four and a half minutes. But um, if I did it for like 30 seconds, that'd be nine minutes of me talking. So I'm going to do about 15 seconds of like things that I wish for her, um, you know, as she grows up. Um, and so, then blow a candle out. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do, and I and that's I'm gonna stick to it, idea. do it every year, and then do that. Yeah, whole video montage. It'll be great, and she'll See, be so I, happy with that. I am not. You're good at planning ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm like I, I will come up with some decent ideas, but it's by the seat of my pants, man. Mm. So yeah, I'm not. Yeah, and I feel bad for my wife because like I really am not a great planner. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, hey, let's go on a date. Let's do something like. And then yeah. she'll be like, uh, logistically, that's not possible, Rob. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I've always been good at that stuff. I've always been very good at long-term planning. I planned my engagement for like eight months, basically. Um, not exactly eight months. I planned it for a few months and then let it let it like roll for a little bit. And, uh, mm-hmm. But I, I am entry buzzing. I remember you were just cutting out all the pictures from those wedding magazines. Yeah, that's right. And, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like yeah. thoughtful <laughs> things that take a little time. I'm good at. Uh. I am entry buzzing. Uh, Bryce mm. Marita joined. Uh, oh, yeah. It was a local uh, bourbon drinker club, uh, like barrel, barrel pick? pick. So I didn't yeah. think it would be appropriate to put it on as an episode because no one would be able like, to get neener, it. Neener, neener. Look what we got. You can't yeah. either. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm drinking it alone. And I think I told Bryce that we would do that. Yeah, I remember. I think I drank so. mine already. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I did. So and shout out to I Lehigh like Valley it. bourbon drinkers. LVBD. That's all I know. So I know it's Lehigh Valley. Imagine these it's, bourbon. I think it's Lehigh Valley bourbon dandies. Dandies. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Or a bunch of dandy dudes. And maybe gals. Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm enjoying life. A little sweaty. Mm-hmm. But uh, what, what's going on with you? I just picture your first video. Uh, you dance with them. You're talking and like, he's just kind of like, oh, so you, you might notice, huh? I got a little sweat on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh man, that's familiar. He did that for chill filter too. <laughs> um, no, <clears throat> I'm good. I still got a little bit of a cough. I feel like every episode for the last month and a half, I've had a cough, oh. uh, but it's, it was my first week where I've actually been kind of healthy and able to get stuff done. So I'm feeling oh, good. Nice. Uh, and we're just like crossing our fingers. So we leave for Mexico June 10th. So like we're oh. kind of entering the zone of like, nobody gets sick let's mm-hmm. lock it down you zooming on your face there 
I felt like I wasn't a, uh, a proportionate with yours. See, but you yeah, and I so... differ. I I prefer, and if you're watching this on YouTube, quick test. Cole likes this up close personal thing. Mm-hmm. I prefer this a little further away. Cole wants this. We should vote. Very close. Yeah. Should you like this? Vote. You could go with this. Or you could go with that. You could go with this. You could get with that. Anyway, we'll do. But since Cole is the f- co-founder, co-creator. <laughs> I say we put it to democracy. I say we cast beans for it. Beans. Odds Speaking of beans, Bush's Baked Beans. Buy them at any of your grocery stores that are near your house. Uh, any good grocery store. Yeah, that that's is. for sure. Yeah. Steve's Market. Don't have them. Steve's yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's all come together. Uh, I'm good. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, so we're like in it, we're we're entering that zone where it's like if one person gets sick now, there's potential it gets carried over to that going mm-hmm. to Mexico time. I'm like, we haven't been on a vacation since the twins really like like we've gone to since visit when? family and stuff since the twin but like before the twins are born. So like oh wow. over five years now because yeah. so you decide yeah. to blow it on Cancun instead of Virginia. Oh man. Cancun is for lovers. <laughs> right uh so anyway like, we're like we don't want to get this room because we haven't been on like this is our yeah. first actual vacation so but if you um, do you can come to virginia and we'll suck it up perfect just somehow but don't fly i figure we'll just, just we'll just uh sweet talk the captain into doing yeah. a quick left hand turn and like oh we're Since landing in Cancun virginia won't folks. accept us virginia <laughs> will um yeah i don't think there's nothing i mean school's winding i got like I'm like in NASA countdown now. We're like T minus less yeah. than 10 days. I got nine, eight, eight days now, eight school days left. Nice. So that's nice. And yeah, man, I'm ready. I'm entry buzzing though. I am. Ex- I think that's one thing I'm most excited about is I'm actually doing an entry buzz. Where did I put my thing? Oh, I'm entry buzzing on a Ben Klepsig joint. Ayo. It's the Class Azul Tequila Gold. It's 40% Plata and it's in Respado, French Oak. Añejo, extra Añejo Agent American whiskey and sherry cask finish. And it's pretty expensive. And it's pretty freaking good. Shout out to two ballers, Ben Klepsig and Bryce Brita. Double ding. Double ding. I should have done the double ding. No, this is like, I really do enjoy tequila and this is super delish. I love a good Asian or extra Añejo. You like. You like a good, you, you, do you have an extra anejo? Oh, I got an extra anejo for you right up <laughs> here. Or wait. Oh, hey. Over I got there. a, I don't um, know. Yeah. Oh, you know what, Cole? We should probably talk to people about what we're drinking because we're making a quick yes. switch up here. So we, yeah, we voted this week. We were between Amroot Fusion and it barely lost to, all right, somewhat barely lost to uh, mm-hmm. uh, Compass Box or Compass Box peat monster and um and so we were ready up until like 10 minutes ago when we started recording uh we robbie had trouble finding peat monster and so we're gonna try to get that uh shout out to sean ciaro uh, so that he doesn't have to worry um but instead we did the old audible the old switcheroo uh, because luckily there's another compass box product that we can talk about and i actually wrote some history for that already having to do like i did most of the history on compass box and independent bottlers uh, but i did do actually some research into compass box spice tree so we're gonna drink today 
not Pete Monster. We're drinking Compass Box Spice Tree. Thank you, Sean Ciaro. Ah, I tried to do a double ding and I get a single. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Uh, so, so wait, okay. How many days of school left? Eight days, eight school days. Mm. And I have one day after the kids are done. So, okay. Cool. I do have something I do want to talk about because Please. I, to this point, can't believe we haven't talked about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this band, one of my all time favorite bands is come in the, their best album is coming up on its 20th anniversary. Taking Back Sunday. Nice. Uh, yeah. Tell all your friends. Tell all your friends. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So I started listening to them this week. And uh, see, Chelsea went to bed early because she wasn't feeling great. And Amara came down because she was coughing and stuff. So I, I had my AirPods in mm-hmm. and I was rocking out. And Amara's like, Dad, why are you dancing in the kitchen by yourself? Because like, ah. this is one of the best albums ever. So yeah. You like, no, you like Taking no, Back Sunday, right? I love Taking Back Sunday. I actually, I'm a. I'm a big fan of Tell All Your Friends, but for some reason, I am a huge Louder Now fan. Uh, the other, the later album uh, with the like the reddish uh, look to it. It's got yeah. like, um, it's got Make Darn Sure on it and other songs of that sort. See, I love Brian Nolan. Brian Nolan. You mean John Nolan? John Nolan. Yes. Yeah. John Nolan is better than Brian I'm Nolan. I'm Team Lacey. Really? Team Lacey, baby. If Why? anyone doesn't understand that uh, reference, there was a fight. You, there, there was like always a fight between two bands. There was uh, Take It Back Sunday and Brand New. Mm-hmm. And I am a brand new fan any day before I am a Take It Back Sunday fan. And they like so, John Nolan, who is the ba- the actually. So I looked into this. Most people say like that John Nolan was like, or some people will say that John Nolan was the front man. He wasn't ever the front man, but he had a great backup vocals and actually stepped away for a while. Apparently came back. Uh, I don't know what album he like stepped away for or for, but um, John Nolan is backup vocals and guitar. Mm-hmm. And Jesse Lacey actually used to be a part of um, take it back Taking Sunday, Sunday, but then dropped off. I think before they got signed, uh, no, well, do you know why he t- he stepped? Because up? He, he stole his girlfriend, baby. You can tell all your friends. You oh wait, no, that's a different song. No, that's the same song. That's the song it's about. Got your gun to my head. The song, the song was, was only wishful thinking. Yeah, so he was a jerk and he stole John's girlfriend. No, 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 no. it's the other way around. Oh, it John is. John stole Jesse, Le- or yeah, Jesse Lacey's girlfriend. Well, that's now I Jesse might be Lacey Team Lacey. Seventy I just, times I, seven. I thought it was the other way. No, if you gotta, you gotta listen to seventy times seven on your favorite Weapon album uh, for brand new, uh, because you see that's the start. And then actually, um, uh, in uh, there's no I in Team, which is the mm-hmm. song, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. there's no I in Team. There's a reference to 70 times seven in There's No I in Team that like is, is referring to what Jesse Lacey said about him. But apparently they made up for it later, but then they also then they like went back and like and so like he like apologized and, and even in the song There is no I in team, he's basically apologizing for stealing Jesse Lacey's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um so Man, see, I feel bad now. All this time, I thought it was the other way around. No, but now you know, and now I know. The more you know, do, do, the more do, you grow. Do. Um. The more, oh, okay, gotcha. 
Yeah. And okay. So listeners, if you want to know what we're talking about, I highly recommend listening to your favorite weapon album by brand new, and then follow that up with tell all your friends by taking back Sunday. It's uh, there's great history there. Like talk about good whiskey history. Soko Amaretto Lime. Mm -hmm. Really great. Talk about both of them. Whiskey. Because isn't Soko Southern Comfort is like a whiskey. It's under the umbrella. Yeah, it's it's not theoretically, uh, but it's it's under like it's it's almost like peanut butter whiskey or cinnamon whiskey, where it's not a whiskey, but it is a cinnamon whiskey, uh, which is not a whiskey. I've never had Southern Comfort. You never had SoCo? I don't think I've ever had. It's very fruity, like um, it's like a cherry citrusy kind of fruity. Okay, Ooh, but not in a, like a, it's more like cherry orangey. I don't know. Uh, you know Heather's what I first got drink was uh, Soco Sprite, which was a, a good entry to the world of alcohol. Chelsea's first was Amaretto Sours. And now I think of that, I'm like, that's just straight sugar. <laughs> Dude, I love Amaretto Sours. So it's basically what I do is but see, but it was but it was um, like it was like it, it's like cheap bar sour. Totally. So yeah. it's like corn syrup with citric so, acid. No, I'm with you. The best Amaretto Sour mix to me. Is simple. It's three ingredients, including ice. Ice, two and a quarter ounce of amaretto, hopefully disarono or something nice, uh, and then an ounce of lemon juice. That's it. And it's the perfect ratio. It's amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> the perfect. The perfect ratio. See, I didn't, I've never had it because I've always just seen that as... Do it. Do it my way. Don't do it with sour mix or anything like that. Just lemon right, juice, so ounce of lemon juice, down. two and a quarter yeah. ounce of amaretto. Perfect. And nice. ice. Okay. Yeah, the ice. And don't even worry about a egg white or anything like that. Just drink it like I say. Listeners, if you do it too and post a picture, we will give you a shout out next episode. Okay. Do it Cole's way. Um, speaking of not real whiskeys, I got a couple bottles uh, or a bottle of uh, Crown Royal Peach. Chelsea likes nice. that a lot. Why'd you get that? Chelsea likes it. Oh, okay, cool. Put it with a little bit of a blood orange soda and a shot of vodka it's pretty tasty that sounds good yeah so um oh also and then a, this i also weekend. picked up a bottle of blanton's this week it was did I, you oh at retail nice Dump i saw you had a bottle on the uh, nice wait what was yeah, the so date i think four four or four seven twenty two four seven is a big day for me was that that is my baptism date Ooh, oh no. so did you drink it already Dude, I mainlined it. Oh, really? Yeah, I had an I extra IV bag. I would have given you mine, which doesn't have a cool date. No, I, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't opened it at all. Yet, oh, what does so. mainline mean then? <laughs> it's when you uh, inject it. Oh yeah, yeah, straight, straight <laughs> up. I'm pretty sure that's talk what about, it is. Talk about a cocktail straight up. <laughs> um, no, that's good. Hey, if you consider it. No, I will, you want to trade? Uh, I'll, I'll definitely trade. What? Yeah, let's what's do your it. And take? then um, I will, and then I'll need uh, two other bottles via courier from you. Oh, that's true. Uh, so we can I, start I, doing drink-alongs. Do uh, the next few drink-alongs. So. Oh wait a minute, drink-alongs. Thanks for we showing up on drink Sunday, along guys. Yesterday. <laughs> Coming up. Anyway. Yeah. So still... I hope you guys had a good time for our drink-along. Oh, we all did. Yeah. Oh, I did. Oh man, that's for sure. When, My beard is miss... longer. In the drink-along. <laughs> And you're it hopefully is less sweaty today, dude. I trimmed my beard. Uh, 
I trimmed my beard and I was like, why don't I just trim it all the same length? And I hate that idea now because I, I loved a little pointed beard thing. Yeah. Chelsea's telling me I got it. Mine's getting out of control. No, yours but looks great, Robbie. I love it. I, but she's like, tell her she's, fishy. she's like Steve for beards. Quit being a mental prick. Jeez. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, the, the thing too is like, cause we're going to do like, like family so pictures. inaccurate. <laughs> we're going to do a uh, family pictures in Mexico. So I'm kind of like, I just have been cutting my own hair for a while. It's like, yeah, there's not much there. So I pay someone to do it, but I love going to the beardsmith and getting like, they do a good job and make me look nice. Good. So, I'm, so I'm like, I kind of just want to like let everything kind of grow out. Yeah. And then let a, them tame it. A good palette. Yeah. Yeah. So. Not to work with. Do you, you know what, Cole? Do you, oh. um, uh, do you still use like some, some product in your beard? You know, I don't beard oil. Um, at this stage, no. So typically, mm. um, when I'm first growing it out, I will use it. I use a Amish, honest Amish wax yeah, yeah. to mm-hmm. kind of keep it tamed, yeah. hold in, start the point. Yep. And then I'll use a Beardsmith nice. mustache wax. It's, it looks like a chapstick. And, and, I'll, and when I do the long mustache, then you start training the mustache to come out. Totally, totally. So, But that's like when I first start growing. So. What I've realized is I don't like the trained mustache out. I like the short mustache. And then, See, yeah, I never did, and until recently, until I was like, really? uh, um, so I do like this. Like I trim this short, and then you kind of keep this, and I feel like it goes okay. But yeah. I do like having a longer mustache. It's okay. I don't know. I just I maybe I should just try it because I do have some nice wax that can like tame it. I will but say, but I got to grow it out again. So. It's tricky though because you do got to start training it to go to the sides. Otherwise, I mean, otherwise it's just in your your yogurt You're eating it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in your yogurt all the time. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's so real. It's so funny you say that. <laughs> yogurt and mustache yogurt, is the worst. There's plenty on the stack. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we are running um, long. We should probably we move along. along. Yeah. Whoa, twenty minutes! Wow, impressive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's send it to break. We'll be right back. And we'll be talking about what makes Compass Box Spice Tree so special. Here we go to break. And we're back. Uh, We are talking about Compass Box and their Spice Tree release. So, uh, first of all, huge shout out to Sean Ciaro uh, for providing the sample that we're drinking today. What a baller. Oh, single ding. Oh, no, no. He gets tripled. What a baller. What a Philly John baller. (laughs) So... um, we're drinking today Compass Box Spice Tree, and uh, this is not this is our first Compass Box Compass Box Scotch. Oh, you botched podcast. it on the Compass Botch. Darn right, I did. Uh, it's been seven episodes since we did our last Scotch, uh, which That's... was Dalmore Alexander the um, Third. But the last, uh, I won't even go there because we were gonna drink a peated Scotch, but now we're drinking. A non-peated scotch. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's talk a bit about something called independent bottlers. And then we'll talk about Compass Box as a company. Uh, so Compass Box is known as an independent bottler, or in this case, an independent scotch whiskey bottler. They are companies that do not distill the whiskey. 
but they buy casks and bottle them under their own label. Basically sourcing and blending and potentially and or you don't need to blend it, but you could, you don't also need to finish it special, uh, but it's, it's basically sourcing, but the scotch side of sourcing. Um, that doesn't mean you're drinking low end scotch though, uh, because uh, they're they're like blending all this stuff and like that. So uh, not a, especially in Scotland, it's not the case that it's like low end stuff. Uh, independent bottlers have a much better reputation than uh, standard Scotch blends. Uh, now, Robbie, do you remember what makes a single malt Scotch? Comes from one single grain, one single grain of of barley, mm-hmm. and it's. In one single bottle. Pretty much. One grain leads to one bottle. No, sadly, not true. But that's what I'm here for, to educate. Thanks, Cole. Um, A single malt whiskey must have been distilled at a single distillery. Single distillery is what I said. Yeah, that is what you said. Using a pot still distillation process. Mm -hmm. I'm still talking about the pots. Yeah, and then made from mash of malted barley, 100% malted barley. Uh, so what single if, grain? I got that. Uh, but you're off in a tiny bit because there's actually a, something called a single grain whiskey. So, yeah, it, it'll confuse you. But anyway, here, here's how it goes. <laughs> okay. What if I blend multiple casks of single malt of different ages from one distillery? Is that a single malt? So a bunch of casks. From a single grain. That's like. But they're different ages. From the same distillery. It's not a single malt then. It is a single malt. What? Because it's one distillery. <laughs> and it's uh, all single malt scotch. In, involved. Um, all, all the blends were single malt. So you're blending ages. But you're not blending the whiskey. Or blending the scotch. <laughs> like it's not considered a blended scotch. Uh, so. What if I blend, just wrote that down. Uh, So single malt mostly means single distillery and malt means 100% barley, at least for scotch. And don't forget the pot still part. Uh, But what if I take one distillery's single malt scotch whiskey and bottle it under my name? Is it still a single malt, Robbie? As long as it comes from the single distillery. Nailed it. You got it right. Because a rose by any other name mm-hmm. still smells it's still a, a rose. And uh, and so, yes, it is. And as long as I didn't blend from different distilleries. But often you will see independent so bottlers. Hold on. Uh-huh. So as long as it's not blended from, but another distillery could blend it as long as it came from. As long as what distillery. you're drinking came from one distillery. Or like was distilled at one distillery, and then okay, yeah, there's a lot, lot of language going on. Here. Yeah, and there's a lot of like legal stuff to to be called like single malt scotch. I'm not a lawyer. I don't yeah. think I should be discussing this right now without my lawyer present. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to lawyer up real quick. So, but yeah, often you will see independent bottlers do blended options mm. to make it their own because yeah, sure, you could like grab. I don't know, uh, Glendronic stuff and age it, but it's still like Glendronic stuff. But if you like make it your own, you're like, 
applying blends and like finishes and stuff. And then you can really call it like your own if you really wanted to. Um, and But like I said, that doesn't mean it's any less good than distilleries that originally make the stuff. Often it's just as good, if not better than some. Uh, some great examples of independent bottlers in Scotland are Signatory. You ever heard of Signatory? Maybe. They're, they're not. You don't see them too often, but at like big liquor stores, you might see them. The other one is Gordon and McPhail. I don't know that one. Uh, I've seen them uh, a few times. And then Compass Box is another big one. Uh, plus like over 50 companies that I've never heard of are independent bottlers in Scotland. Uh, but I've seen some crazy independent bottlers like uh, the releases. Like when I worked at Steve's in Madison, uh, Wisconsin, uh, they had some Gordon and McPhail, like 42-year-old 40, single malt. Uh, that they basically it was like a it was almost like a, a orphan barrel type thing where they like found these old barrels and like sold them to an independent bottler and uh, but I've had a few uh, signatories before specifically I believe I had the 16 year or something like that uh, don't quote me on that uh, but I did. I, I oh just, dang it I Steve's it gonna be like so inaccurate um, but compass box being an independent bottler does a few options in the blended world First, we're going to talk about Pete Monster because we were originally going to talk about Spice Tree, but now I'm going to get into that. Uh, we'll figure it out. Um, so Pete Monster, there were a, there's a pre-2019 Pete Monster and a post-2019 Pete Monster. Uh, and they said uh, they changed the recipe slightly to incorporate more aged and more elegant Islas oh, into good. the blend. Uh, so I'm a... Uh, Men in, like us need elegance in our Islas. Mm -hmm. I, That's my story of my life. What was that song? Story of my life. Social distortion. That's and right. Real big fish. And One Direction. Um, so <laughs> it was about 64% Col Ila single malt, uh, which is an Isla, and then 35% Lafroig, and then about 1% of their own Highland malt blend, which they blended from other distilleries in the Highland area. Uh, it That one was, um, we don't know the age on that one, nor do we know the spice tree age. Uh, but another one uh, in their blended malt category is called Orchard House, uh, which is single malts from Coalila, Clenelish, Ben Rinnes, I don't know if I got that right, and Linkwood Distilleries in Scotland, as well as Quote, a distillery near the town of Abelor. Don't know what distillery that is. Maybe it's Abelor. <laughs> Um, But I don't know. That was unquote. A distillery near the town of Abelor. Uh They also have a few others in their malt range, but one that is not in their malt range, which I have heard of before, but never had yet, is called Hedonism. And that's a blend of single grain whiskeys. Remember single grain? Single grain is done by one man who finds one barley. Yep. And it's His a single is... grain of barley. Yes. And it's like loaves of bread and fishes for the masses. And he blesses that one single and it turns grain into of a barley. Grains. Mm -hmm. Feeds 4,000. Did nail it? I think you nailed it. But he'll get, he'll get about it. 
Feel good. <laughs> Stinger right. grain mostly has to do with the fact that it's not a hundred percent barley, uh, or or no, I'm sorry, not a hundred percent malted barley. But we'll get into that in a future episode. Um, and so, but yeah, hedonism is a blend of single grain whiskeys from four different distilleries, uh, and they. They said it was originally sold when the company started, right around 2000, um, when they uh, when they started the company. Anyway, what we're drinking today is also from the malt collection. So we're drinking a blend of single malts. Um, so this is 9.3% Balmenach Distillery, which I had never heard of until today. Uh, single malt from them. And there's 16.9% single malt. Um I'm sorry. Crap. I forgive you. I left it out. Oh, no. Glen Moray. Yeah. 16.9% uh, Glen Moray distillery, which I had heard of. And then while incorporating the, the remainder uh, was their own proprietary blends of Highland variety. Um, and then it's 46% alcohol. No age statement. No idea of what the age is. But we can know it's at least... Three per or three years, which is the regulation for our Scotch whiskey. Uh, non chill filtered and no color hey, added. That's hey. not the name of the podcast. Exactly. So, hey, Cole, question: Are you getting mm -hmm. a little gray? You a little What's gray that? on the side? You a little gray on the Dude, side? Dude, I have there? straight up gray. You I see just, it? No, not straight up. Just just a little bit there. I just never noticed. Oh, it's it's gray, all right. Just a little bit. You look good though. You Thanks, look, man. You're a silver fox, Cole. Silverback Distillery, you know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, hey, -oh. all right, let's crack this bottle. Let's give it the old uh, unscrew from the um, sample bottle, and the shout out to Sean Ciaro once a more um, because he's a baller. Ooh. Ding ding. Ooh, I, can't I like Sean. This in the old Cornbla. Ooh, you got I like Sean too. You know what? Here's okay. I'm going to go on a little it. bit of rant while we do our uh, spin jays, the old Matt Jobs, the mm -hmm. old Swirly Poos. I am not good at making nor maintaining friendships. Poop. I'm oh. not. Like, it's just hard. Like, I, I put more time into my family. It's kind of, I'm happy just being at home with my, my family and my kids and doing stuff with them. But I will say, I friggin' love our listeners i really yeah. do and i was You're thinking about people. it like i really at some point i would love to do a meetup yeah and just actually get to know people because you know i was because uh, i've started drafting a few things to send out to people and i was thinking like we're gonna try to get some uh some guest special yes. guests on the show mm -hmm. and i was like you know what these are people i want like it's just to me this is like this is my friends i appreciate you guys so all you guys who listen, send stuff, communicate with us. Yeah. We have to send stuff. Just people that hit us up and talk and share pictures of your children and mm -hmm. things like that. I love you guys. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks for being my friend. If we did it, we got to do it in Wisconsin. We could, the perfect I, middle place for all of us. All of I us, think so. I think we go to Lincoln, Nebraska and Cornbla. Mm -hmm. um, well, we should stop there. We should make I that one of the stops, like an activity for the group. We just got to find, I think we just got to kind of look for, I think something like, I would think like Indianapolis. Why there? Probably has a big, probably has a bigger airport, cheaper flights for most people. No, 
Milwaukee's got a great airport. Okay. And so does Chicago. And then you can just drive up. What about Denver? Denver's got a huge airport that's cheap. Most of our, not most of our, but we have a good amount of listeners in this great state of Wisconsin. We do. That's true. And it's like, it's easy. It's a, it's that's hop, true. skip, and a jump. We'll just hit up um, either Nathan Anthony oh. or I want to say Nathan Anthony probably lives close to the uh, the border or not the border, the lake or something like that. And then we'll be like, hey, Nathan, can we use your spot? Is is and he in like, Wisconsin? Huh? He's in Muskego. Who's in Florida? Uh, that's Florida um, Andrew Loudon. Andrew Loudon. Okay, that's right. Yeah. But we won't give the exact address or he'll get doxxed. And Ciaro's in Pennsylvania? Philly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rice is just north of Philly. North of Philly. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And then well, north what... of that is Jason Preston. Shout out. He's okay. Good nose on this. Great nose. I like it. It's in a very nice barley, you know, like Highland Scotch kind of way. Yeah. Citrusy barley. That's great. Um, it's got a crispness to it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, very crisp. It's it's uh, refreshing. You know, it's, it's not, not super... too overwhelmingly like sherry finished or anything like that. Yeah, this was sherry finished. I actually I don't think they did a finish on this, but some of the uh, barrels they use they they mention what barrels they use, and I didn't look them up. Yeah, on the original casks, like it'll um, say like hogshead isn't too sherry sweet. or something. Like that. Oh really? There's not a lot not a lot of sweetness. It's more like citrusy though, where it's like. A lemon isn't really sweet, but a lemon has a great. I think it's subtly sweet. No, personally. You think subtly? Okay. Yeah. Um, first sip, get kind of chocolatey on it. A little bit of chocolate. It's warm. It's dry. My first thought was almost like where you're drinking like a really dry cider. Um, a little bit of chocolate on the end. I kind of, I, I'm, it's interesting. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. I'm with you on the chocolate. It's, it's subtle to me. I really like your cider note. Uh, this is very bright. Uh, compared to, compared to some other scotches, I'm getting notes of like, like Glenn Grant as opposed to like Glendronic. Glenn Grant is bright, refreshing. Glendronic, I wouldn't call either bright or refreshing. I would call it Glendronic. Sorry, Glendronic. I would call it dense, sweet, and um, and like like um, sugary. This is like I I do sense a sweetness on this, maybe more than you do. Um, but there is there is a level of flavor that's similar to like a dry cider. But I am getting sweetness off of this. Um, but I really I really like it. It's light, but not yes. light in flavor. It's. It's very light. Like I could see a bottle of this going down way fast, way easy. Cause it is light for sure. Yeah. It's uh, I'm not, you know, forgetting chocolate notes. It's not, to me, it's not super sweet. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not bitter or anything like, uh, like overly earthed or anything like that. Like it's, mm-hmm. um, I get a little bit of nuttiness out of it too. Uh-huh. So like a nutty kind of chocolatey, it's, almost leaning towards like an earthy taste, but it's not like, yeah, I can get like hazelnut in this. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. weird. Cause like the notes that I'm really getting and it's like, like on the like nose and like on the palate are notes that typically have a lot of sweetness. I don't get a lot of sweetness to it. It's really, to me, it's really dry. 
mm-hmm. and light. It's, I, I don't know. This is really, I yeah. A bottle of this could go down, be, could be off your shelf yeah. really fast with just a friend or two. I, I'm getting, so when I mentioned the citrus note, I kind of want to narrow that down a bit. It's like lemon peel um, that I'm getting. Mm-hmm. Here you go, a few drops. Almost, uh, I'd say I'm leaning a little bit more towards like a LaCroix pamplemousse, like a little bit of that great pamplemousse, you say? A pamplemousse, yeah. Kind of like that, uh, yeah. Reminds grapefruit. me a little bit of a, a LaCroix grapefruit, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little more grapefruity, a little more bitterness, but I'm not getting bitter notes. Like, you yeah. have grapefruit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I totally. Know. This is, I like this. This is, uh, it's really interesting. Yeah. Because it's not, it's, I mean, we're close to where each, each other is at, mm-hmm. but we're really differing a decent amount. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. And this isn't, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, this is great. It's not blowing my mind. I don't know if this is Hubbard or what, but this is very good. I will say this is Hubbard or what in the sense like I've never really had anything like this. Mm-hmm. Like I can't think of another whiskey that I would really compare it to. You are much better. You're like the Rolodex of, oh, this reminds me of the time mm-hmm. where I was here and blah, blah, blah. And, like you do that really well. I just, I don't. But this is interesting to me. It's different to me. Mm-hmm. I think with with water, it's not better. It's got all the same notes. Very refreshing. It's not better though. Um, it is. Getting, I liked it a little more potent with the alcohol. I'm getting a, a more sweetness for sure on the nose. Like with a little bit of water, uh, I'm gonna up the sweetness, the sweet factor mm-hmm. on it. So good finish. Slight raisins, uh, white raisins. To be honest, if like not. Not as much the red raisins. I'm with you there. Um, that's actually my favorite note that I've gotten so far. Is like I kind of like this note. with water better. Oh, really? I, I do get a little bit more sweetness somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, the chocolate note isn't there as much, but it's much more raisiny, uh, like the sweeter side of like a hazelnut. Um, yeah, I like this with a little bit of water. What was the percentage on this again? 46. 46. Okay, that makes the sense to get a little bit of water. I mean, it's not super high but it's Mm -hmm. you know proof it down a little bit so we'll see how it goes with i I could see this being great with ice i could see it just being also like "Ah, it's still good but not like i ice can kill ice can kill Ooh, that's a shirt that's a motto logo right there ice can kill i was thinking about it today actually i was like we should remember i forget what episode it was but it's like, so you're having taste and problems. I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 <laughs> problems, but the bitter ain't one. Mm-hmm. I feel like that should be on a shirt. I was proud of that one. Fire in the hole. Were you proud of that one, Robbie? I liked it. Cole, I'm proud to be in pre- your presence. It's mm-hmm. a greatness. You've got a good presence yourself. Hot stuff. Oh, take it up a notch. Yeah, that's why we're rated E for explicit. <laughs> um, Nose wise on the ice is not bad. Tamed it, it down. Kill. It tamed mm-hmm. it down, but it's not bad. It's still I, I'm I'm getting more sweet with the ice mm-hmm. than I did with the neat. Mm. It looks pretty in your glass. It looks like a knife hefeweizen. Show, yeah, and it's up um, it's very pale. Um, yeah, hold, it, hold that up to your camera real quick. That's pretty. It's got a nice little he- hefeweizen kind of. Yeah, it's a good call. If there's, if, there, if there's some carbonation in that, I think Cole's just drinking a beer. And a head. 
like a whiskey head. Okay. <laughs> no, it's got a good. I think the it's a little more florally. The rate like it's that uh, kind of like uh, Welch's white grape. Yeah. Kind of snows to it. I'm gonna go for a sip. I'm still. I'm getting a notes of white raisins um mm. it's not better to me i actually mm. very much w- I, I don't think i'd ever drink this with ice compared to the other two pours all right so my favorite I'm, is gonna be neat it kind of like differing oh really okay oh for sure to me so i'm not a huge fan of dryness so like th- to get the dry cider, i thought that was interesting this it's uh more viscous for sure mm-hmm. it's sweeter to me for sure i'm getting a lot more of that white grape uh, white grape juice, kind of like a flavor to it, mm-hmm. and like really good floral notes. Yeah. Um, slight. You're you're not liking it. It's just it's got a note that I can't really fully describe, but it's not pleasant to me. It's not it's bitter. Like, it's zero way bitter, but it's like it's almost like a floral note that I don't like. You don't like the floral? Okay, yeah. I'm loving it. I with ice, I really like this. I think water was really good. Uh, but ice is kind of killing it for me. Oh, okay. Not killing it like in a bad oh, way. Yeah, killing like it, a good way. Killing it like you're rooting for your favorite serial killer. Killing it. Why don't you go kill another person, serial killer? Oh. Um. No, I've been watching a lot of documentaries on serial killers lately. Did you watch the, the John Wayne Gacy one? Yes. I wanted to watch that, but Heather was like, it seems too dark. Speaking like, of Milwaukee. It's too dark. I think he was what in Milwaukee. Saying? He was just outside Milwaukee. He yeah, was Wisconsin. speaking of Wisconsin. Yeah. There's a lot of serial killers from Wisconsin. There's just, there's more serial killers than you would think. Like I, mean, I can't remember the name of the series I've been watching on Netflix, but there mm-hmm. was a there was a lot in the Northwest. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Green River Killer was out there. Green River. Yep. Who and else? And the Happy Face Killer from Portland. Oh really? And uh, gosh, what was his name? He was lived like in Spokane. Just a street up from where my wife lived when nice. we were in college. Yeah, while Lots she was in her. college. No, 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 no. That's no. good. No. I anyway. um. Yeah, I, I, the Green River Killer is like super intriguing to me. And for those that don't know, he basically like he was someone who killed a lot of prostitutes, and yeah. he was basically the most prolific prolific confirmed prolific uh serial killer in the u.s history i want to say i think uh, so yeah and it was like 40 40 like confirmed women maybe even more too yeah, yeah maybe even more but what blew my mind it was a really cool uh thing he was very in the in the case he was very like stone-faced and like in the in the courtroom like people would be like and then the judge after they like convicted him for all these murders uh, the judge was like, "I'm just gonna bring Went in off. family members. You t- you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they they're gonna bring in family members, and they can say whatever they want to you. And you and he's like stone faced the whole time. People are like, "You're the worst person in the world. You deserve to burn in hell, and like all these things." And one dude walks up, and he's like, "You did this to my daughter. Like you, you know, mutilated her. You killed her. You did all these things. And it was terrible." And he goes, "But I forgive you." And normally it's like, yeah, someone's going to say that. Like, you know, someone out of the 40 families that like were involved, someone might say that. But the craziest thing was that uh, Gary Ridge, Ridgeway, Gary Ridgeway, Ridgeway, he lost it. 
like absolutely broke down when he was forgiven, which I think is a cool thing. Not that, you know, he killed anyone or any of that stuff, but I think it's a, it's a, it's a case study on forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, uh, it's crazy too. Cause like they had, him. they would have like, it's so crazy to me to think like that was like early eighties and yep. it just took a decade for DNA evidence to catch totally. up. Totally. Mm-hmm. And like, what a different world. Like you Seriously. to get away, not be able to get away stuff. Yeah. No, he, uh, yeah, he got a lot of, I remember. Uh, so when Chelsea and I were dating, I lived in Tacoma. Um, and I didn't uh, know that. Yep. So, oh, no, when we were engaged, we got okay, engaged yeah. and I taught in Tacoma for your span away Washington for a year. Nice. But I, she, her dad uh, was a pilot for Alaska. So she would fly free. So, oh, like, cool. she would just fly over and I'd pick her up nice. and we'd hang out for the weekend and then drop her off back at the airport. But right outside of SeaTac is where he used to pick up all his victims. And I, it, like, um, something I always knew. And I would drive through there going all the way back and be like, it's crazy, man. Like yeah, he was here. The, the crazy thing too is most of his, like when they would go out and they knew that he was where he was picking up prostitutes mm-hmm. from, and they'll be like, "Don't worry, we'll know when we see a bad person." Oh, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, and he looked yeah. like just a weird nerd, like who didn't have a life. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, um, take a moment here. Mm-hmm. If you're a weird nerd who's a serial killer listening to our podcast right now, please. Do the right thing. Turn yourself in. Turn yourself in. Turn yourself in. And then, yo, here's what's going to happen. That serial killer, Steve, he's going to turn himself in. And uh, and then and then people will be like, why did you turn yourself in? And he'll be like, because of Chill Filtered Podcast. And then we'll get even bigger because people will be like, wow, these guys must be inspirational. Yeah. Steve, and then just do it. Just and then it. like, we'll be the true crime. Yeah. Which is unintentional true crime. Whiskey podcast. Talk best show. whiskey talk show. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right, yeah. we're, we're ready to do We're some rating. way long. We so let's send it over. Oh, we gotta give ratings. ratings. No, ratings. we gotta do ratings here. Uh, you I'm gonna give this an eight point six five, right between okay. eight point six and eight point seven. <clears throat> I like it. I think it's great. It's not blowing my mind, but it is very good, especially neat. I I pretty much only drink this one neat. No, disagree. I'm gonna go <laughs> eight point nine. I like this. It's it's. I think. Um, if you appreciate scotches, you're going to mm. find something you like out of this in one of the phases. And I, honestly, I could drink this. I feel like this is like a year round drinker, like summertime, throw some ice on it. I'd be good yeah. to go fall, winter, a little bit of water, maybe neat. Like there's it's, it's versatile. And I yeah. like that. This is an 8.9 for me. This is really freaking good. So yeah, there you good. go. All right. Since we're running over Cole, is it time to go to a segment of our show? A whiskey we like to call Segment World News. <laughs> and we're back. Part of the show we have to call Podcast Whiskey World what <laughs> News Whiskey. I don't know. Cold segment World a lot News. Better. Segment. Yeah, there we go. No, it's Whiskey World News. Part of the show where we read an article we talk about. We didn't write it. We were just going to talk about it. Here we go. Here we go. All right. This one comes from. Oh, gosh. Ooh. It's a oh, it's it's a newspaper or something from Lexington. I like that you make faces. The Herald, the, the Lexington uh, Herald. No, oh, gosh, let me. Well, we'll just say it's person. what's the website? It's, yes, Lexington Herald Leader. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't like How that do you're I making that? faces when I talk. No idea. You're because you remember stuff, Cole. You're yeah. good. 
Uh, this one's titled Neighbors Fighting Buffalo Trace Expansion Site Whiskey Fungus. Ooh. Property values, traffic. Kentucky's 9 billion bourbon industry is booming with distillers planning more warehouses to age whiskey to meet growing demand. But plans for a major expansion of the Franklin County-based Buffalo Trace Distillery into Anderson County are drawing opposition from would-be neighbors. This is a quick crash grab on the part of the county, and it's just being pushed through by Buffalo Trace, said Cody Alexander, a local resident who opposes the placement of a warehouse complex, which would be in the rural in a rural, rural area on the outskirts of Lawrenceburg. He and his neighbors are worried about the whiskey fungus, which feeds off the alcohol fumes released by aging barrels and blackens buildings and trees. They have concerns about increased truck traffic on the two-lane state road and the potential fire hazards so much flammable liquid nearby. Buffalo Trace said in a statement that the distillery is committed to working with local officials to minimize any impact to the community. In April, the Frankfurt bourbon maker announced plans to establish a new campus off Highway 151, just outside of Franklin County, and plans call for a building up to 24 barrel warehouses on 450 acres on Graffenburg Road. Um, and let's see here. There goes into more of it. Yeah, I think but, we covered it up. Yeah, and we're running late. So, Cole, any thoughts on that? Yeah, suck it up, Kentucky residents. We're getting more warehouses so we can get more whiskey. Yeah, That's us folks in Virginia and Idaho don't care about yeah, your we don't fungal care about whiskey your, yeah, problems. We need whiskey. You need to suck it up so we can you age whiskey more. You need to shut it up. Yeah. Shut it, Kentucky residents off oh, Highway 151. I think, I think our political careers just went down the drain with that yeah. soundbite call. Yeah, we're, we're very uh, good at diplomacy or whatever they call it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say is, okay. uh, you know, like me, we're going to get the, we're going to get the fungus and we're going to, it's going to smell like whiskey and it's a fire hazard. Suck it up. We got to have whiskey somewhere. So maybe move. That's what I think. <laughs> no hold bars. Yep. Cold. No holds are barred here. Three to the ground. Yeah. Yep. What do you think? Um, well, I differ a little bit there. <laughs> um, so like, we, we've had a lot of growth in Idaho. And I think one of the, my big, that's like, true. it's really hit infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And so when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, you know what, Buffalo Trace, like throw them a friggin' bone. Yeah. Just say like, hey, you know highway. what, here is, yeah, exactly. Like invest mm-hmm. in the infrastructure. Say, hey, we're yeah. going to put back. I mean, they got the money, right? That's good point. Yeah. Like just put it back and say, hey, you know what, we're going to, this is what we're doing to accommodate this, accommodate that or take care of that problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and just make sure like, we're going to impact you as little as possible. And here's our plan to do it. What did I hear? So, 24 warehouses? I think so. That's a lot of warehouses. It's, it's like, a lot. Each warehouse it's big. holds a lot of whiskey. But that's it. That's the thing is like, well, okay. If you're going to make money in an area on mm-hmm. the area, yeah. take care of the area. Like totally. make, make, just make yeah. people happy. Say, make Hey, it listen, worth their time. What, what do we need to do to make you feel okay with this? Money. Oh, you need a stipend every month yeah. so that mm-hmm. you can paint so you your can house clean your house. whiskey fungus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Whatever. Nah, yeah, that's my stuff. So, well, I'll, but, I'll reach out to Mark Brown of Buffalo Trace Distillery and tell him to do that. Okay. Just, I don't know. Maybe just put both of our thoughts into a shaker, shake them up, yeah, yeah. pour it out. One, one that mean. wins, wins. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a blend of both. It's like, oh, take care of people, but, yeah, care of people, but like you know what? Zero. Suck it up. <laughs> Yours is <laughs> positive, right. mine's negative. Adds up to zero. Let's move along here. Let's All talk right. about what whiskey would you choose? Last week, it was just kind of like, you know, we want to see your fancy glass holes. Yeah. And unfortunately, only one person did send us a picture of their fancy glass hole so far. 
Wait, Brother did Dramhound? No, it was Brotaskin and Espinosa. No, Dramhound did. Did he send a picture? Yeah, and he's got oh, Kentucky out too. He just Ooh. sent it. Ooh la la. Yeah, so I, I'm like one hour behind on my posting of this. So That's all good. As the time of recording. Anyway, as a time at the time of recording, Cole, we are tied 50% oh, yeah. here. What? Um, yeah. That's crazy. So what's your fancy glass and what do you pour to feel fancy? I went with Blanton's and my Waterford single. You went with your double Waterford and your George T. Stack 2018. We're tied at 50% there. Yeah. Um, did have some good, a uh, couple of good write-ins. Markham KC says, you know, whatever Cole hands me in whatever glass I'm fine with. Yeah. Um, I think he's tempting. Maybe you taking a pee in a Dixie cup and handing that to him. And let's is see how fancy he, he thinks that, that is. Okay. I, I, well, I mean, he said whatever. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I, certain people are into that. Well, that uh, we just reached a whole new demographic on our podcast. Um, <laughs> Madtown Marketer Ben Klepsig, who gave me the wonderful entry buzz. Castle and Key, hand blown, low ball. Ben, and Dram- he never sent us that photo. Let's see the picture, Ben. No oh, wait, pic- did he send a picture? Didn't happen. I don't yeah. know. I, looked at him. I don't know. You picture more didn't happen. Messages. No, no, he did actually, and it's a really classy looking. Um, uh, like hand blow glass. If you look and then Dramhound went with his Denver and Lily bourbon glass. No Love bourbon it. makes me feel fancy, but I poured a Kentucky Owl back to nine tonight. Nice. So and I then Broescatessuinosa, uh, uh, he said uh, he sent a picture of his his crystal glass, uh, and he says, um, "My fanciest glass. No idea what brand it is or anything about it. My father gave me this set along with the decanter when he quit drinking." I left the left is the fanciest, which is Stag Jr. And the right is probably the fanciest I have, which is JP Weiser's 35 year, which is epic. I'm looking at Dreamhound's picture right now. That's a classy way to take a picture, too. dude. Very avant garde. Okay. Do you want to talk about how cute Dreamhound's daughter is? Uh, she's adorable. Oh, he sent my us a picture goodness. of her sniffing whiskey. She Super cute. is like daddy's little helper in the whiskey world, and she's adorable. So, Dramhound. Super cute. Lucky girl dad. Hashtag girl dad for all the girl dads out there. <laughs> there so. we go. All right. This week, we're running on, we're running along uh, here. Here we go. Yeah. Memorial Day next week. It's one Memorial week Day. It's memorable. Uh, one week from the, the release. Yeah. And we're just thinking memories. Not to like disgrace the idea of Memorial Day at all, because you know how we feel about our soldiers and those totally. who passed. Away. Yes, thank you for uh, mentioning that. Yeah, but just taking the idea of memorable, memorial, remembering things. What is a whiskey that has your best memory? So, what whiskey do you just have like an association of like? It's got a great memory to it. It's got a great time, a great feel, or it was. It was, you know, your grandpa's favorite whiskey that you saw him drinking or your, you know, whatever yeah. your dad, you know, gave you this decanter and it was in this, whatever. What is mm-hmm. the most memorable whiskey you have? I'm curious what your answer is, but I think you know what my answer is. Mine will always be Eagle Rare 17, specifically the 2015 release. Uh, if you don't know about it, listen to episode 21, I think it is, on Eagle Rare 17, the first time we ever drank it. Uh, and it, it, it's like, it is the reason... I am a whiskey fanatic is Eagle Rare 17. There's a long story to it. Just listen to that episode. You know, I have a good, uh, you know, a good association with that too, because that episode you sent to me a sample that I could drink. Well, I was uh, mourning the passing of my father. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that is very special. Good memory to that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think, 
Platte Valley always has a good memory to me. You yeah. guys know that corn whiskey because that was one my dad liked a lot. Uh, but I've, I've used those before, and I don't want to use the same one as coal. So what I think I'm going to go with is Blanton's Gold. Nice. Right? You brought that. You brought me a sample of that once, right? Not gold. Or was it Blanton straight from I, the barrel? It might have been straight from the barrel. Okay, then I'm going to go Blanton straight from the barrel because I remember getting like a buttery, viscousy feeling to it. and. So good. Although I had already gotten to the point where I was like, and I've used Yamazaki 18 a lot. Mm -hmm. 18? Yep. You nailed it. You're I'm, right. <laughs> I'm good. But straight from the barrel, I remember getting, I was like, this is another dimension. It was a mouthfeel that I'd never gotten off any other whiskey. And I was like, okay, that's got a good memory. And Cole brought it. I think it was, it was like Christmassy time, New Year's Eve time. Yeah. Just hanging out with good friends, pre-twins where I could have a little more time to, enjoy myself so that's got a good memory to it and so. real quick shout out to brian rap who literally just sent in his picture of his glass hole uh he's got a <laughs> nice cut crystal glass and i can see that phoenix uh weather in the background and he's got baker's uh single barrel 107 unfiltered Ooh, that is uh, a so fancy glass shout too. out like to that. uh brian rap thanks for sending it in at just the right time perfect yeah well, you know, what, Cole, I really hope our listeners respond in time for the next recording so we don't have to go to last minute, but I probably should just post it on time. And I hope that our listeners know what we want to drink next week. Oh, my goodness. Between, <laughs> um, we're going to be between two. Uh, we're going to go between MB Roland, straight bourbon, dark fired corn, batch 20 or 21. Uh, we have both. Um, and uh, that's a uh, Marco and Casey joint. Oh, and then ew, we're between Marco. that and Kings County peated bourbon batch 17, which I believe is a Ben Klepsig joint. Uh, so we're gonna go between two uh fire related bourbons with the grain. So one's the corn, one's the peated barley, and cool. I also hope that next week I remember that's that part of the show before I start hoping. I hope that you just take it easy on yourself and realize you're a great host. And Cole, I hope you're you take it easy on yourself and just enjoy the schwitzing that it looks Cole. like it's stopped on the right side there. Air mm -hmm. conditioner working? Uh it is doing better. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I most of it. all listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours you're both yeah. idiots sweet 50 20 did you mean to do that no but i, I <laughs> once i said the whiskey we liked you i was like i gotta follow through. <coughs> at first i was like oh he messed that up and then you totally redeemed yourself yeah, exactly